Okay, you ready? Sure. The following podcast is sponsored by Crystal Glass, where windshield replacement and automotive glass repair has been a specialty for over six decades. Call 310-GLASS or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. This is Gross Misconduct. Hey now! This is another episode of Gross Misconduct, the podcast. This one, season five, episode 25. We're calling it No Rest for the Wicked. I'm Andrew Gross, and across from me sits my partner in both this podcast and life, Carl. How do? We want to begin this week's episode by thanking our newest monthly subscriber, June. You too can become a subscriber and make a season six happen by going to patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct and pledging as little as $5 a month. Here is the rewind of our last episode of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. So anyways, I order them on Skip the Dishes. Skip the Dishes? Yeah. And then the, uh, I don't know why you did that. And then the... Because you said Skip the Dishes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name of the company. Oh my God, we're never going to get through this episode. While preparing our last podcast, Andrew... It's slow service from Skip the Dishes. The app tells me he's on his way. Okay, great. And I go to the door and hide, as I do. And like a minute goes by, two minutes goes by, three minutes goes by. I'm like, okay. Yeah, worst game of hide and go seek ever. And then I just see this car. Honest to God, if a car had no engine and a guy was pedaling it through the the floor, that's how fast it was moving. (laughs) Like... He's just slowly, 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 and he stops. He looks at a house across the street. Mm. He looks at his paper, and he looks at the house. He looks at his paper. He looks at the house. And then slowly, slowly, slow. Next house. Looks at his paper. Looks at that. I'm like, are, are you shitting me? Andrew is asked to talk to a class of 13-year-olds about career advice. You know why I got into stand-up comedy? Yeah. Yeah, because I got fired from another job, and, and I needed money. So I started working stand-up comedy, doing bars and stuff. You know how I got into radio? I was being interviewed by Leslie Primo, and some vice president of Chorus happened to hear the interview and said, whoever's talking right now, hire them. I didn't go to broadcasting school. I didn't even know how to work the board. And how did I get into podcasting? COVID hit. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, well, we need another source of revenue. The gang talks about a podcast meet and greet. Uh, Dave over at Twin Otter thinks it would be a great idea if we did a meet and greet at Twin Otter. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm not opposed to the idea. It's mm-hmm. just that, you know, I'd be afraid nobody would show up. Mm. 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 Well, well I mean, if not, then we just have some fried pickles and move along. Yeah. Finally, the legality of uttering threats is discussed. Well, I think it would be a crime, Joe, check this, if he said, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, but just by saying it, are you not sort of inciting? And that's what happened in the last episode of the Gross Misconduct podcast. Now you're all caught up. Boom. Because I'm happy. Clap along, you 
Well, Carl, we got through another Edmonton Comedy Festival. Yes, always a relief when it's done. Uh, it certainly is. We haven't done the paperwork yet, but the festival itself is done, and I would have to say it was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Basically, yep. all our shows were sold out. I think over the course of how many ever shows we put on, we could have sold another 150 tickets. You know, there yeah. were some empty seats here and there, but generally speaking, it doesn't get much better than how we did. So. No. That is absolutely fabulous. There were some uh, foibles along the way. There always is. Yep. I mean, not that the crowds would have noticed, and certainly the feedback I've been getting on social media and uh, emails and so forth is that everyone who attended had a good time. We did have a projectile vomiter. (laughs) Yes, front row, right (laughs) all over the stage. You know, and, and here's the thing. You had been at a tech meeting, and I think I was on a ship, And you were texting me saying, well, here's what they can offer. We can do the show from the floor in front of the seating, or we can get a small riser that's 18 inches. Or if you want a larger stage, it would be two or three feet. And I went for the two or three feet. Mm -hmm. And then comic after comic on the Friday night made fun of the fact that the (laughs) stage was so high until projectile vomiting lady came along. (laughs) And then it was like, ooh, glad we have that distance. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That was some good foresight right there. Because, you know, she got distance, but she didn't get height. So Yeah, it just kind of spewed everywhere. Big shout out to Hazel at the Fringe Theater for uh, getting down on her hands and knees during the show and cleaning that up. Well, and Dan. And Dan. Yeah, yeah, Dan started it. Dan, our uh, Dan the man. Dan the man, the uh, greatest volunteer ever to uh, volunteer at the Empty mm-hmm. Comedy Festival. Him and Dave have been such a mainstay of volunteers for yeah, us. Yeah, they're really my my right-hand uh, men yes. during the festival. It was funny, too, because I was running that particular show backstage, and I had a headset on. I'm talking to back of house saying, do you guys have a mop? Like, we need to somehow clean this up. And Dan came flying in. He's a man of action, that guy, uh, with a roll of uh, paper. And he, and he just stood there for a second, and he goes, do you want me to do this? I'm like, yes, because <laughs> you can't stop the show. No, no. And people, you know, they were asking me over my headset, do you want to just bring up the house lights and stop? No, once no, no. a comedy show starts, yeah. it can't stop no matter what happens. So yeah, Dan was there and he did it. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Don Mucciaroni, who showed up early. Uh, Tony and Don showed up early on the Saturday night when I was in a suit mm-hmm. and took new promo pictures for me. And I'm really happy with how they yeah, turned they out. they turned out really well. Yeah, I'm excited, actually. I've uploaded them to Blackburn International, my cruise ship agent. And my daughter, Ashley, has redone my website, andrewgross.com, with some of the new pictures, including the header picture, which just, it's just fabulous. Mm-hmm. It's It's sort of like when you get your house renovated. Like you do your kitchen and then you see it and you go, how did we live with this old kitchen? It's the same thing with a website. You you look at the new website and you go, yes, I actually look like that. <laughs> the information is correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would have to say that the festival was a solid success. Yes. And again, thank you to all of those uh, companies that supported us, Crystal Glass, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, uh, Unicon Concrete, Old McDonald's, uh, of course, the Gross Misconduct Podcast wrote a check as well. And of course, thank you to all of you who attended a show. Yes, we had quite a few listeners that, that we showed did. up, so thank you. Oh, which reminds it. me, because in the Rewind, we mentioned the fact that we were looking at possibly doing a meet and greet at mm-hmm. Twin Otter. Yeah. And I had said my fear was that nobody would show up, as you'll recall. <laughs> yeah. not, not a single person commented, well, I'd show up. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm starting to suspect that maybe a meet and greet is not a good oh. idea. Well, we could throw it out there. Anyone we, we did. interested? We did throw it no, out there. No, but we didn't actually ask, did we? Well, because the reason I, I bring remember. it up is because we had a lot of listeners at shows, mm-hmm. and you want to thank them for being listeners. You want to visit with them. Mm-hmm. You really do. But you're drawn in so many different directions during a festival, yeah, and people are coming busy. up yeah. Yeah, constantly with problems, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's always something to deal with. But- at a meet and greet, we could just actually sit there, have a drink. And- yeah. I mean, if it's if there was enough interest, we could maybe plan it. Don't know for when. Probably not until maybe the new year, yeah. I guess. Or, um, or around Christmas time. I'm home on the 20th. Yeah. Uh, mean, people are pretty busy. Well, we'll see. People are busy around Christmas, but, you know, we'll see. If there's enough interest, then, you know, we'll, we'll talk to Dave about it. Joe. The Agony of Defeat skier on Wide World of Sports is Slovenian Vinko Bogatai. Bogatai? Bogatai. 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 Apparently, listening to the podcast at 1.8 speed makes Andrew sound like Peter Griffin, according to my wife. Oh, I'll have to try that. Hmm. According to Google, there are 17 second cups in Edmonton. Skip drivers make about $16 per hour and any tips on orders. October 30th to December 20th is seven and a half weeks. The whole saying, the president should die slash be killed, is a bit of a gray zone in a legal sense. The judge would probably throw that guy's case out of court due to lack of evidence. The twin otter still has lobster rolls mm. available. And my money is at uh, $310 million with a correct answer in sports. And that's another edition of Joe's Fact Check. Joe. The mail it never fails, it makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. Uh, Brian messaged on Patreon. Hi, Andrew and Carol. Last night was the first time that I experienced the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Initially, my wife was supposed to come with me, but ended up not feeling well. So I took my son and my dad. We all had a great time and will definitely be back next year. Next time with my wife. Roger messaged on Patreon. I was at the 730 Best of the Fest show on Saturday. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Of course, the funniest guy was you, which I'm sure all your patrons would agree. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on how everything went. I'm not sure if this is a good question for Kevin or not. However, here goes. What does Kevin think about Andrew and Carol? You know, we actually did pose that question to Kevin. Yes, several uh, months ago. Several months ago. How he felt about us. And he gushed. (laughs) He gushed about us. Sparkly things for me, 71. I guess the uh, zero to 70 were taken. Mm -hmm. Uh, Commented on Instagram, the festival was fabulous. My (laughs) cheeks are still sore from laughing. Uh, Sharon, also known as Sharon, commented on Facebook, the festival was fabulous. And Brabham commented on Instagram, I don't remember all the comedians from last night's YEG Comedy Festival performance, but at Comedian Andrew Gross was fabulous. And so were these guys. A night full of much needed laughs, always sold out shows. Joan messaged on Twitter, thank you very much for the tickets for the show. Megan thoroughly enjoyed herself, as did I. You two really have to come out to Pinoca to visit with Jack. He really misses laughing at someone other than me. 
Alias Marketing commented on Instagram, what a great evening. Our first time and everything was exceptional. Definitely will be back. Food was superb at YEG Comedy with at Comedian Andrew Gross was hilarious. Hashtag a good time was had. She was, of course, attending food. <laughs> the Spotlight Cabaret dinner and show Oh, package. okay. That makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have this on our rundown <laughs> and it's pretty long, but I'm going to run through it really quickly. Just got this email. I won't say who it's from. Just I wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for the free tickets to the comedy show. I have never been to any comedy event like this. I was at a Yuck Yucks once in the late 80s. I didn't realize these shows were held in theaters. I just assumed all shows like this were held in bar-type settings. And as I am not a drinker, I was always worried that if I bought a ticket to attend, I would be that dud water drinking table. So no server would want to get stuck with me. Also, my husband of 39 years is mentally ill, so he doesn't really go to any public events, and kind of by default, I don't really do a lot other than work two jobs and try and look after him. When you put out the offer, I thought, screw it, I'm going. I brought my daughter-in-law with me and figured I would just play the DD card, and she could enjoy a few beverages. Imagine my absolute surprise when we arrived at the venue only to find out it was a theater, and the water drinkers were just as welcome. We had such a good time. I can't stop telling people about it, how easy the venue was to access, how smooth running the event was, and of course, how totally hilarious all the comedians were. I literally laughed until I cried. I will remember this night forever, as it truly was so much fun. Uh, anyway, I enjoy your podcast very much and do sincerely thank you again for an amazing night. Hello. You are receiving this call from Amazon Customer Service. We have seen recent order number 2488 of iPhone 13 on your account, which is billed on your card attached to your Amazon account. The amount charged is $749.99. We noticed some suspicious activities in your account, so we put a hold to your transaction page. Press 1 now to report this transaction, or 2 to authorize this order. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello. This, this is David West. You have reached customer support and refund department of Amazon. Seems like there has been some suspicious activity. There's an order for an iPhone from your account costing you $799. Yep, that's correct. I ordered an iPhone. Okay, so this will be delivered to Dayton, Ohio, okay? Yep, Dayton, Ohio, that's correct. Yeah, and your Visa card starting with number four is charged. Yep, that's great. So you okay, you will see this on your transfers, okay? Yep, that's okay. Thank you, and you have a good day. Thank you for keeping me safe from scammers. Bye for now. We would like to thank our many Patreon subscribers who took the time to sign up for a monthly subscription at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. Not only does your donation help ensure the continuation of this podcast, it also covers the cost of sending Ramsey all over the world. If you don't know who Ramsey is, that's because you haven't taken the time to sign up for a monthly subscription at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. 
Grant here from Leading Edge Physiotherapy, where my team has their heads down working tirelessly to make a difference in the lives of the amazing people we treat, like the ones whose lives are changed by a car accident. The insurance company may suggest you see their experts. We don't want to be their experts. We want to be yours. We know exactly whose lives and livelihoods are in our hands and who we work for, and that's who we answer to. So if you want us to be your experts, just tell them. You choose Leading Edge, and then reach out, leadingedgephysio.com. We'll take it from there. This is a message from the city of Edmonton about improvements to our new single-use bylaw. Getting you all to pay 25 cents for a paper bag was so successful that we've decided to be even more environment friendly. Starting October 15th, fast food establishments will now ask you if you need a cup for your coffee or pop. The charge will be $22 for an extra large cup, but less for smaller cups. If you decide you want to save the environment, and we hope you do, you will have the option of simply leaning out your car window so the staff can pour your drink down your throat. The money raised by this new policy will go towards saving the planet. We're not sure how, but it will. This has been a message from the city of Edmonton. Remember, you elected us. People name their kids such stupid names. What have happened to Robert, Susan? I don't like it. Heard it from a friend who. Hi, this is Bruce Hall of Aria Speedwagon. You're listening to Gross Misconduct with your host, Carol and Andrew Gross. They say you got a boy. I hurt people. I'm a dick. Your Dick of the Week is brought to you by Meathead Butcher Shop, your five-star rated local butcher only serving the highest quality beef, chicken, pork, seafood, and more. Check them out online at meatheadinc.ca or give them a call today at 780-994-6328. You know, you never have to look any farther than a drive through to find a dick. A woman is rude to staff at the drive-thru of a McDonald's after they won't accept her coupon. I believe it had expired. Hmm. So the staff decide not to serve her because of her rudeness. She then refuses to move her car so no one else can be served. <sighs> None of that matters. Your order will not be taken today. I'll sit here and call corporate. No, don't sit here. Oh, what you gonna do? Call captain. We ain't gonna do nothing. We're not gonna do nothing. We get paid by the hour. You don't want us to do nothing. She said she's not moving. She's not going nowhere. She's been rude the whole time. I have not been rude the whole time. You did. You just, you pulled up and said, you. No, because you had an attitude with me. No, I did not. I repeated what you said. You told me you wasn't going to take my order. And you're right. And I said, No, you said, you. For what? Because I said, never mind on the coupon. Let's just run it as You said, never mind. I want to unload my food. I just want to get out of here. And I said, you acting like that is not going to help your case any. You will not be getting your order taken today by me. All that talking you do, you could have been dead at the other McDonald's by now. That's okay. We get paid by the hour, baby. Don't you give it to her? Yeah, she ain't getting nothing. All I did was say never mind on the pool and I didn't You're really pleading your case, darling. You're doing well. You're doing very well for yourself. 
You're doing so well for yourself. Close the window, Stace. Close the window. I'm sick of this bitch. That is a brilliant new strategy. Mm. When someone is blocking the drive through line, yeah, fine, we're paid yeah. by the hour. Yeah, whatever. It's going to go take a break. I love it. I wish sometimes that these sort of incidents happened in Edmonton so that I could drive to that McDonald's and, and thank it. them. No, thank them. Oh. Just, you know what? Thank you for the content and thank you for mm. your attitude. Uh, okay, if you work in an office, and this has actually happened to me when I worked at that radio station, mm. uh, you bring lunch or a meal, you put on the brown bag your name, and then somebody steals your goddamn mm. lunch. It's a weird thing about office mm -hmm. politics. They People do it constantly. Well, this woman who works at a not-for-profit has had enough of it. She discovers her lunch has been stolen and lets the other staff know how she feels about it. You guys are grown-ass people stealing lunches. That lunch had my motherfucking name on it, and now somebody owe me motherfucking money. That's how the fuck I feel. You guys are adults, and y'all walking around stealing fucking lunch. You guys are adults. And I want my fucking money, and whoever fucking stole it and ate it, I hope that shit gives you diarrhea till you fucking bleed. That's another one where I couldn't figure out what the not-for-profit was. Mm. I've, I've looked at the video. I've gone frame by frame to try and read what's on her T-shirt. It has something to do with saving owls or something. Mm. Uh, but I wanted to donate money to the cause and say, because of this woman. And an extra $20 for her to buy herself a new lunch. Again, at a fast food joint, this time a Taco Bell. A guy asks for a water cup. But since he didn't order anything, they refused to give him a cup. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he goes behind the counter to get it himself. Fuck away. No. Get a water get cup now. No. Get the fuck away now. Motherfucker. Oh. I'm getting a water cup. I don't care what it is. I was ordering food. You can deal with it, motherfucker. How dare you? How the fuck dare you? Johnny, la gente está muy loca. What the fuck? As you might have noticed, Carl, I found a site that doesn't edit the f bombs. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he's unhinged. Oh, and the, mm. you know, the funny thing is, as he's screaming at them that he was ordering stuff mm -hmm. or going to order stuff, which yeah. he wasn't, and he just wants a cup of water, fair enough, he's actually, as he's screaming at them, pouring himself a root beer. <laughs> <sighs> oh, America. Oh, and speaking of America, a woman at a U.S. postal outlet is not satisfied with the service being offered by the staff there, so she lets them know it, which causes them, of course... To refuse service. You have no right to yell at me. You have no right to respond. Refuse me service. 
for 20 minutes of your fucking incompetence if you can't figure out where an address is in Brooklyn and you first you refuse me service because you're just Wow. There's just a lot of crazy out mm-hmm. there. That's why we're safely tucked away in the gross misconduct studios in the basement of our house. Yes. Do not go to the door. All right. There's a roofing company, something we're going to have to yeah. take yeah. care of next summer, probably. We need one in the spring for sure. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know why we need a new roof in the spring? Why? Because I'll finally have paid off all my debt by then. <laughs> Uh, A roofing company is installing a new roof on a townhouse, and they've leaned a ladder up against the house. But of course, because of the angle of the ladder, it may be slightly on the neighbor's property. Mm -hmm. So the neighbor calmly asks them to move it. No! Yes, take that ladder off my property! It's not on your property! I quite often wonder what people do when something major in their life happens, if they're so freaking out over that. Something minor, they just lose their shit, like, yeah, like... How do you function in the rest of your daily life? Well, I don't think they do function. I, I don't get it. I don't want to make any judgments about anybody listening to this particular podcast. Mm. But roofing companies work during the day for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. this person is home. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing they don't have employment of any kind. So, Well, I work from home. Well, that's true. Okay, well. A forget. lot of people work from home yeah, or they, okay, or they work even, shift work right, or yeah, whatever. Okay, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> Joe, check that. How many people work from home these days, Joe? (laughs) Check that. And whatever it is, add one for my wife. It is time for our Dumbass of the Week. Your Dumbass of the Week is brought to you by the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub, where Andrew and I go for great food, cold drinks, and live entertainment. Don't be a dumbass. Check them out today in Essence at Windermere South and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. Well, I've saved the very best for last. Okay. This one really entertained me mm-hmm. really entertained me mercury mm-hmm. is the name of this couple's cat oh, that's a good name for a cat it is really good it turns out mercury prefers to spend time at a neighbor's house mm-hmm. rather than at his owner's house mm-hmm. he's or she i guess it's a she is constantly going over to the neighbor's house well the owners of mercury have had it and they confront the neighbor but in the weirdest way. Keeping it in your no, yard I'm not. I'm, our cat. You understand? Our cat. I'm not even in my yard right now. How? What am I doing? The, 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 the gate's open. Hard. 
You're unreasonable people. You're holding our cat. How? I'm not even in there. I want you to explain how. If you would go in your yard and say, Mercury, go home. Don't come in our yard anymore. She they will want not you listen. To... She's a cat. She doesn't speak English. Oh, cat. really? You This this doesn't mean go home? No. Huh? Hand huh? signals don't mean anything. It's a cat, dude. Really? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have the police department figure it out. Absolutely. Okay. Great idea. All right. oh. No. So the cat doesn't eat and drink anything over there, right? No. Oh, no. Never. Right? No, never. No. No, never. Never. Yeah, yeah. never. Yeah, you Cat pervert. What? I have pervert. done. I've done nothing cat to bring pervert. the cat. I've done nothing to bring the. Harboring a cat. Is that a crime? What was something else? I'm a cat pervert. What crime is that? What crime is that? You know what? There's a crime about you harboring my cat. What crime it's is that? Against the law. What crime is that? It's called harboring an animal. I can understand being angry if my cat was in your yard. You're angry because your cat is in my yard. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. You're grade A, number one, bona fide, first class. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. And you'll be one all your dumbass life. Meet on the mind? Then think beyond the supermarket and head to Meathead, your new favorite butcher shop. How about tonight you up your dinner game with AAA beef, aged a minimum of 28 days. Meathead Butcher Shop, 7664 156th Street Northwest. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jay Lee. Radio show fun fact. Around the station, this show is known as Turkish Prison for Your Ears. Let's get back to the show. Is that the lawyer's calling? Uh, it could be. No. Oh, what was that? There we go. Oh, if we've not been recording or something. Or if some window's been shut down. No, I think I just got email. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Hey, listen, we've got a cruise coming up. You're you and right. I. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm leaving on a different flight than you, mm-hmm. which is just sort of weird. I'm going on the red eye late Thursday night or early Friday morning, and you're going on the red eye late Friday night or early Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and you'll get into Halifax on the day we join the ship. But the ship yep. is there overnight, Yep. so you have nothing but time on your hands. Sure. I'm not even sure really why they flew me in a day early. I don't early. know why either, because it's an overnight park, yeah. park job. So, I mean, yeah, maybe I they need me to do a show on the that night. I don't know. Yeah, but still, you, yeah. Anyways, it's a pretty exciting cruise. I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. to do it. It's, oh, me too. Oh. We're going to New York and uh, Bahaba and and Boston and Boston, and you're gonna go to Salem. Yeah. On going down there, I'm gonna go to Salem, and then on the way back, when we stop in Boston, we can do Boston stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm grateful for the work as much as I complain. I'm grateful for the work and I do enjoy all the cruise lines, but this is a Seaborne cruise and it does not get any better than Seaborne when it comes to accommodations. Schwanky. Schwanky as hell. The most hell. comfortable bed Ugh. ever and the in pillows. your life. The pillows. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I look forward to going to bed. 
They put a lot of pillows in your bed. Oh, too. they really do. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, the next time Maddie wants to come on a cruise with me, I'm going to say it has to be a seaborne cruise because they also have a walk-in closet, which would serve as oh, a, a dressing yeah. room. They're so, very spacious. Yeah. yeah. And that full bathroom. Bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. I even got a balcony the last time I was on. Mm. And that was this ship, actually, the Quest. Oh. Well, so, yeah, nice. much hope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, you don't use your balcony on a cruise ship as much as you would think you would. Because yeah. you can't smoke on it. No. I mean, back in the day when you could, yeah. it was always nice, you know, sit out there and have your morning coffee, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be nice, I suppose, a morning coffee. But I like to have a morning coffee and a smoke, though. It is nice to, you know, you kind of prop your door open a little bit, and then you can listen to the waves. Yeah, true. All that. I like that. Uh, Hey, it is time to uh, check in with the politicians. Prime Minister Trudeau has been criticized for the high prices of groceries. Oh, that's probably his fault, yeah. Yeah, and uh, shortage of housing in Canada. That's probably his fault, too. Well, let's find out. He recently addressed both issues. Well, first of all, I have to begin by thanking Canadians from coast to coast to coast to coast to coast to coast. Uh, uh, um, But this is just a start. I think Canadians understand uh, why it takes time to build the right programs for Canadians. But it's important as well that Canadians see real action, and that's not what this government's delivering. We've got a lot to do. This is a government that has not always been there for Canadians, and we're going to continue doing that. People are constantly telling me that they cannot afford food or housing, but that has not been my experience. I live in a very nice house and, when I look in the fridge, I always see food. I would encourage people, who are not able to afford food, to look in their fridges. That's where you'll find your groceries. Of course, sometimes, the food will be in your walk-in pantry as well. Or perhaps, it will be in a cupboard. If. There is no food in any of these places. You must send your manservant out to get food and have your kitchen staff place that food in those places. I am so, so pleased to be part of this team that I have with me here today that are not totally focused on building a better future for Canadians. Well, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I keep saying that we're not going to do checking in with the politicians. And, and then, then you do them. Yeah. Well, and then some politician starts speaking, and I'm like, no, nah, I totally have to do checking in with the politicians. No, that's all right. Uh, speaking of checking in with people, so mm-hmm. last night, uh, because of our schedules, uh, we held a combined Thanksgiving dinner with Hunter's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Hunter uh, had his birthday during the festival, and... So, of course, we couldn't celebrate it, and I'll be gone. Well, you will you and I will both be gone for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. So we held it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And among the attendees was our young daughter, Maddie. Mm-hmm. And I said to Maddie when she got here, hey, do you want to do a quick Maddie update? And I will preface this by saying she was surprised to learn that we had not told our listeners what was going on in her life. Oh. And what had happened while we were on the cruise. Mm. But I didn't tell our listeners because it's not my story to tell. Right. But it is Maddie's.
right, Maddie, what's new? Um, You know, I've been trying to rack my brain for something interesting about myself that's going on right now that I could update the fans on. Um, but I just can't really think of anything. Like, I just signed a new lease for my apartment that I've been living in for the last couple of years. You seriously can't think of anything? <laughs> Well, that one's. There's pretty- been no major changes. <laughs> well, I don't know. The people might not know. I'm assuming that. Well, why would they, they do know? not know. <laughs> why would they know? I didn't tell them. But um, during our cruise, I actually went through a breakup. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, with my boyfriend of seven years. So I guess that is a pretty major update. When I say I was racking my brain, that that did come to mind. Just felt like a bit of a can of worms. <laughs> That describes both the breakup and the entire relationship. <laughs> that is very true. So, yeah, that happened. And then subsequently I signed um, a new lease in Calgary, my apartment downtown. So that's really exciting. I'm not happy that you went through a breakup, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I am happy that you went through it while we were together um, on a ship. Yeah. that I mean, everyone who hears that that happened they're like oh my god that's so shitty <laughs> yeah it was shitty <laughs> that you went through a breakup while you're on a trip with your dad but it was actually really nice because i just had like a built-in support system that couldn't go anywhere <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so you basically just had to deal with me and then by the time i got home i was a new woman you, you definitely were and those last couple of days in uh, mykonos were uh Probably two of my favorite days since I started going on cruises. Yeah. We had so much fun and it was just so casual and different and, you know, just, it was just, it was like we were living in Mykonos for a yeah. couple of days. Yeah, cool. well, because we were staying in a little, I don't know, like Mykonos is made up of villages and we were in one that was not, like, it was a little off the beaten path, but it still had restaurants and shops and all that stuff. So it was very casual. You weren't really in like the city center. So it was kind of like, yeah, we were just walking around Mykonos, living our best life for a few days. Well, I am excited for you, Madison. You seem happy right now. That's fabulous. So breakups are hard and they take time to recover from. This one's what, about a month old now? About a month, I think. And how would you say you're doing? Um, great. <laughs> yeah, like good. super good. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely for the best. Had you asked me that while we were on that cruise, I think my answer would have been different. But now good. That's a good update. Thanks. to say that was a completely dickish move. Mm, yeah. To break up with somebody in a six and a half, seven year relationship mm-hmm. two days after they've left and are on a cruise mm-hmm. in Italy yeah. with their dad, a once in a lifetime experience. And yeah. 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 But, you know, it's so good to see Maddie so happy now. <sighs> yeah. And uh, it's stress-free, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, she lived with a lot of anxiety for a very long time, so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, and, you know, you feel that pain for your children, and you want to just take that pain away from mm-hmm. them. But, you know, it, it, I, I am grateful, as I say, that we were on a ship together, and as Maddie said, you know, there was no getting away from her. Um, it was difficult because we were in a small little room on a small little ship, and basically 
as she said, you know, there was nothing to do but face it and try and get through it. And and she did. So good for her. Mm-hmm. All right. It's time for the doctor's office. The doctor's office is brought to you by our friends at Arena Auto Service. Arena Auto Service is an independent family owned auto repair shop that's been serving Edmonton and area for 40 years. When it's time for your car's next checkup or you just need a problem diagnosed and repaired, Call 780-453-1805 or visit their auto repair shop located at 11615 163rd Street. Tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. I don't know if your mom had these odd expressions no. when you were growing up. No, she my did dad not. did. Yeah, my dad would just say weird shit all the time. But my Can mom you wouldn't. think of one? Um, oh, there was always something about Ben Gump. And it was like, who's Ben Gump? Just like some rando name. <laughs> And you just, like, I think if you did something stupid, you were like, Ben Gump. You did something like Ben Gump. And it was like, who who's Ben Gump? Yeah. Joe, check that. Or like, a, you know, falling apart faster than a $2 suitcase. My dad liked that one too. Um, my, my mother used to have these life tips mm. that made no sense. Mm. Like one that comes to mind would be if we were wearing our winter jackets in the house, she would say, don't wear your jackets in the house. You'll catch your death of cold. That makes no sense. It does kind of make sense because if you're wearing a heavy, warm jacket in the house, you're going to sweat. And then you, when you go yeah, outside. I, I can see you can get overheated. And then if you went outside in like 30 below, yeah. there would be a big temperature, but you can't get a cold that way. Right. And I don't think you could really catch your death that way. I Joe, mean, check that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. One that she said a lot, and I thought I would run it by our doctor, was mm-hmm. this. My mother used to say, rest is as good as a sleep. Oh, I thought it was changes as good as a rest. Well, you didn't grow up with my mother. No, but I thought I've heard you say that one before. Yes, she had or that one as well. rest is as good as a change or something. I can't remember. Changes as good as a rest is a very oh, okay. common expression. <laughs> it's not my mother's. Like I say, my my mother didn't have these rando sayings. So right. I don't know. Well, my mother was an English war bride, and she often screwed up all sayings. Okay. <laughs> like a garburator was a garburetta. Yeah. yeah. She never quite got anything correct. Well, you know, in the translation, right? She would often say to us when we couldn't get to sleep at night as children, she'd say, just close your eyes and lay there because rest is as good as a sleep. Mm. And, and I thought, here we are, you know, 60 years later. Mm-hmm. I now have a friend who's a doctor. Why don't I ask him? Was my mother right? Is rest as good as a sleep? Welcome to the doctor's office. How can we help you today? Is rest as good for the body as sleep? Well, rest does help to relieve anxiety help people to kind of recharge their energy to make it through the rest of the day. Some people use it as a way of meditating. And those are all really good things, especially for older people who need that rest during the day until they need to sleep at night. And as good as rest is, it still isn't a replacement for sleep. Sleeping at night helps our bodies heal and our brains get recharged to deal with the next day. So although I wouldn't say rest is as good as sleep, I would say for many people, we need a good rest sometime during the day and a good sleep at night. 
So there you go. Mm-hmm. My okay. mother was wrong. Well, you know, I think she was on the right track. Yeah, I suppose yeah. so. <laughs> uh, you'll recall off the top of this episode, you thanked June, mm-hmm. our newest Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. And we would encourage you to subscribe for as little as $5 a month at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. Uh, June signed up and then asked Kevin a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think she thought that perhaps she had to be a Patreon subscriber in order to ask Kevin a question. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm willing to live with that thought. Uh, but it is time to find out what does Kevin think? What does Kevin think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort. Family camping on the south shore of Buffalo Lake. Individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, train rides, bike rentals, ice cream and coffee shops, playgrounds, a beautiful beach, fireworks at night, including the best July 1st fireworks show in Western Canada, and so much more. Check them out at oldmcdonalds.com. Make your 2024 summer reservation today and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. Now, June is a new Patreon subscriber, but not a new listener, obviously, because she's asking a question that many of our listeners have asked over the five seasons of gross misconduct uh, with regard to Kevin. June wants to know from Kevin, what do you do to relax? (laughs) What does Kevin think? Well, June, what do I do to kick back and relax? In the off season, sorry, there's a little bit of background noise here because I'm driving, but uh, coming home from a hockey game, and I needed to get this off. So, yeah, I like to go watch my kids play hockey all winter long. Sometimes we got a long drive, but uh, sometimes we have a short drive. I like going and and uh, hanging out with a couple of buddies of mine and and uh, listening to a little live music. I like to watch a little Greg Gutfeld in the evening, uh, the number one comedy show on TV. I don't drink much, so I I don't go drinking with my buddy. I don't drink at home. I don't I don't generally go drink. I drink as much in a year now as I used to drink in a weekend. So uh, yeah, mostly hanging with my kids because I don't get to see them very much in the summertime. So. Uh, Unless they're working. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what I do. A little, little music, a little hockey, and, and a, little, a little Greg Gutfeld. And that's what Kevin thinks. Hi, I'm Ken Franchek, General Manager of Crystal Glass. In a world where service is uncertain, Crystal Glass experts use their unrivaled expertise in inventory to be the one clear choice. For all your glass needs, call 310-GLASS or visit crystalglass.ca. Tonight on Extreme Makeover Man Cave Edition, Frank in Cleveland has been watching the Browns in a detached garage that's as sad as his team's history in the postseason. No team is perfect. So the Makeover team transforms it with Man Cave Essentials, like an autographed Jim Brown jersey. I think this is a fake. It says Jim Browns. And a mini fridge stocked with enough alcohol to numb the pain of Frank's unfulfilled life and dead-end marriage. What wife is happy? That's tonight on Extreme Makeover Man Cave Edition. What, I don't get a new chair? Hey, how you doing? Jason Sheff here, longtime lead vocalist for the band Chicago. And you are listening to Gross Misconduct with your hosts, Carol and Andrew Gross. Everybody needs a little time away 
time away from you. Kyle. No, no. Why would you? I get enough I'm of that. I'm a delight. <laughs> Indeed, you are. Mm-hmm. All right, Carl. It is time for this. This is Jeopardy. Well, Carl, according to Joe, your money mm-hmm. is at $310 million with the correct answer last episode in the category of sports. Mm-hmm. Surprising, I think. Uh, to find out what your category is this week, we need to spin the How Smart is Carol Wheel. The How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Next year's dates are September 25th to 28th with tickets going on sale next summer. Follow YEG Comedy on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and sign up for their newsletter at yegcomedy.com to stay informed on next year's festival. Oh, that's a category we haven't had before. Your category is 1930s America. 1930s America. You have $310 million with which to wager. If you'll write down your wager, please, I will read your question. 1930s America. Uh, What do I have? $310 million. $310 million. 1930s America. Yikes. Could be anything. Could be anything. All right. But it will be something. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, ask you the question then. Unpopular at the time, the man for whom it is named was not invited to the September 30th, 1935 dedication of this landmark. Unpopular at the time, the man for whom it is named was not invited to the September 30th, 1935 dedication of this landmark. I don't, I don't know. Oh, dear. I mean, I have something in my mind, but it's not It's not a landmark, so mm. I, I didn't even write it down because it was stupid, so I don't know. Well, just say it. You never know. Well, it was the Chrysler building because I can't really, but I don't think there was somebody named Chrysler. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know that's wrong, so just just... Carry on. Let me just hit the buzzer. That is incorrect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and Joe, I'd like to know why this individual was unpopular at the time. The correct answer is, who is Herbert Hoover? The Hoover Dam. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. How much did you wager? 10 million. Shocking. So you are now at $300 million. Yeah. For episode 26 of <sighs> the Gross Misconduct Season 5 podcast. Disappointing. You know, since I've brought it up, let's talk about Season 6. Mm. Uh, we've debated openly on this podcast as to whether or not we're going to do a Season 6. Nah, it's a little rough with the, with the cruise ship schedule and this and that. And haven't had any new Patreon mm-hmm. subscribers in a while other mm-hmm. than June. And we do appreciate you, June. Um, so here's what I did. when the With the festival done... I emailed Crystal Glass, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, Meathead Butcher Shop, Arena Auto, the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub, Old McDonald's Resort, and of course, 
the Edmonton Comedy Festival to see if they wanted to support a season six with advertising. Mm-hmm. They all said yes. So there will be a season six. And I would ask that you please support these businesses and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. Again, that was Crystal Glass, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, Meathead Butcher Shop, Arena Auto, the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub, Old McDonald's Resort, and of course, the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Did you forget to ask someone? Are you talking about yourself? Yes, sir. Well, you know... I mean, you haven't asked me for the previous five, so I don't know why this (laughs) one would be any different. Why exactly? Well, you just answered your own question. So there will be a season six. Now, the only question becomes, when will we be able to do a season six? So Not we, to the new year. We have, Just tell them now. We have one episode of season five remaining, and we'll do that before I go away for this stupidly long contract I've got. I'm back in December, so perhaps we'll take a one-month break, because I would rather not launch a new season with just me or with really poor quality audio yeah, so the new year yeah that'll give everyone an opportunity to catch up on old episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'll work on other episodes on ships and i'll have it ready to record when i get back in december god it's hard to believe i'm talking about getting back in december it's only october yikes i know it's crazy Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit crystalglass.ca. Merriam-Webster has added 690 new words to their dictionary. And here are a few of the newly added words. Uh, Riz which is romantic appeal or charm. It's short for charisma. Oh, okay. Doggo, slang for dog. Mm. Should a slang word be longer than the original (laughs) word? Uh, UAP, which is short for unidentified aerial phenomena. It now replaces UFO. Yeah, what was wrong with UFO? Is the same number of letters. Politically incorrect or something? Like, I don't know. Uh, Jorts, which is short Uh, for gene shorts. Love jorts. Hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have that one already. Uh, grammable, something worthy of being posted on Instagram. Okay. Uh, doom scroll, excessively scrolling through news or other content that makes you feel sad, anxious, mm-hmm. or angry. Mm-hmm. A Finsta, a slang for a secret Instagram account. That's short for fake Insta. Mm-hmm. Chefy, if someone is a good cook, you might say, you're so chefy. Oh. <laughs> Why not just say, you're a good cook? I don't know. I don't know either. Kiss and cry in professional ice skating. It's the area just off the ice where they sit and wait to see their scores. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And cape to act as a defender or supporter. So if you stick up for someone, you're caping Mm. them. Can I just say that um, on Twitter or the X, as some people like to call it, Mm -hmm. um, the Miriam Webster account, very entertaining. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're a good follow. They're a good follow. You know, uh, Elon Musk might be one of those idiots, brilliant idiots, Mm -hmm. because renaming Twitter a brand that's known universally, 
that everyone has made part of their vernacular, mm-hmm. one would think you'd have to be a complete moron to mm. change the name to something else. But because he's changed it to X and because he's on there all the time spewing his political hatred, mm-hmm. it actually makes total sense because nobody likes their X. Mm. There you go. Yeah. It's brilliant. Hmm. Elon. A poll found the average parent caves to their kids' demands 218 times a year and only has 119 parenting wins per year. So kids have the better win-loss record overall, winning 53% of those battles. Hmm. The top wins include getting them to brush their teeth, having them up and ready for school, eating their fruits and vegetables, and getting them to do their homework. The top parenting losses include letting them eat whatever the hell they want, Mm -hmm. letting them have dessert before dinner, (laughs) no, Mm -hmm. Uh, letting them use their phone or iPad at the table, Uh, no, Uh, buying them something they want but really don't need, Mm -hmm. and letting them stay up past their bedtime. Well, those, yeah, those are all, those are good wins and losses, actually. Okay. Yeah, except for the phone at the table. I don't think the kids should, but yeah, other than that, it's all good. So let me ask you something, Carl. We mentioned Maddie's situation. Uh, in this episode, mm-hmm. have you ever uh, dumped someone for a completely petty or superficial reason? Mm, no. Well, apparently you're alone then because Reddit <laughs> asked the question. I, I mean, I'd have to give that some thought. Sure. I don't think really petty. No, I don't oh, think so. Okay. All right. Uh, Reddit asked the question. And here are some of the answers as to why people dumped their exes. Her voice was like Minnie Mouse, and I just couldn't take it anymore. I could see that, yeah. My cat said hello to her, and she didn't say hi back. I would do that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A woman broke up with a guy who had allergies because she considered it a sign of weakness. Okay, that, yeah, come on. He slept in socks. They were ankle (laughs) socks, and he specifically bought them to sleep in. Well, some people like sleeping in socks. Well, not on a first date. Well, you are, why are you sleeping together on the first date? Oh, come on. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's the new millennium. On a first date. I don't think that's new. Okay. It, yeah. Well, we didn't sleep uh, together on our first date. Ooh, wait a minute. Uh, oh, awkward. Yeah. Okay, moving along. <laughs> on a first date, a woman said, excuse me, I have to go tinkles. And I was out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you you'll quite often say to me like I'll do something and you'll be like what if this was our first date oh I know yeah yeah it's like well live with the buddy which is weird <laughs> because I think you did most of those things no on I our first didn't date. Uh, on, a woman was just way too into her horse uh, quote if a woman has a horse in her dating profile dump her you will never be more important than the horse that's probably true I believe that is true uh, here's another one she ate her peas one at a time but didn't do it with corn. <laughs> uh, huh, you know, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's pretty petty. Yeah, kind honestly. Of a guy asked for a water cup at a fast food place. Probably mm. went behind the counter to get it. I wonder if that was our guy. <laughs> and used it to steal soda from the machine. Mm. It was while they were on their first date. Yeah, I, I would dump him for that. Yeah, I would. There would not be a second date. I don't know about that because I, no, I it wasn't our first date, but you and I crossed into the United States illegally for me to work. Do you recall? This is we many years ago. We were married at that point. Okay. Yes. Well, so not a first date. <laughs> and then as we were coming across the border, no, I think we were dating. I no. turned to you and said- We were married. 
let me do all the talking because the trunk is full of cocaine and you lost my shit. lost your shit <laughs> like that's something i would do uh, and finally his mouth was shaped like a trapezoid when he talked and i just couldn't unsee it <laughs> honestly that would be a deal breaker for me too <laughs> Because <laughs> who wants to look at that for 50 years? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. No. No, I'm with Come you, on. sister. Hmm. Uh, all right. That is our whole episode. This episode of Gross Misconduct was sponsored by Crystal Glass, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, the Edmonton Comedy Festival, Arena Auto Service, Meathead Butcher Shop, the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub, and Old McDonald's Resort. Happy was sung by Pharrell Williams, Meat Depressed sang You're a Dick, Gnarls Barkley sang Crazy, Loca People, What the Fuck, was sung by Zach Noel, Your Karen Music was sung by Randy Rainbow, Chic sang Le Freak, Dumbass was sung by Dennis Stephen Wright. Purple Planet provided our intro music and Kevin and Michelle's music. We used the mail time clip from Blue's Clues. We used the clip from Team America World Police. And we used the theme and thinking music from Jeopardy. If you want to support this podcast, go to paypal.me slash grossmisconduct or e-transfer andrew at andrewgross.com or sign up for a subscription like June did at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. Gross in each case is spelt G-R-O-S-E. Not a lot of work for Joe this week. Uh, not a ton, but uh, Joe's also quite busy this week. Oh, is he? Yeah, so okay. I, I oh, tried not to give him... Give him a light load. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah! I thought we were going to get through a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't mind. It's a bit of a light load. Hmm. Uh, so we were dropping off Shema Tash at the airport mm-hmm. on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how the festival has changed over the years. She's been at it uh, three or four times, mm-hmm. and she's seen the the morphing of it into what it is today. I think better probably today than it was you know, our first year. We had talked, too, about how we barely survived COVID, which mm-hmm. is true. We're, we'll be rebuilding as a festival for years mm-hmm. from the devastation yeah. of COVID. Mm-hmm. And she reminded us, and I'd forgotten, that the first sign of trouble uh, with COVID was a lack of toilet paper at Walmart. And I'd, <laughs> I totally had forgotten that mm-hmm. everybody was buying toilet yeah. paper. But it reminded me of this song. We'll get Nomadic Fanatic to play us out. Okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. down to Walmart, that no-good troublemaker. He just took a shit in a fiery pit and Walmart's out of toilet paper. Well, he came across this young man buying every roll they got. Well, the devil got up in his face and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but other people got a shit too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll take a shit with you. Now you take pretty good shit, boy, but give the devil his due. I'll bet a shitter of gold against that roll because I think I'm better than you. Well, the boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're gonna regret, because I can shit just like the wind. 
Johnny, raise up that lid and get your shittin' on Cause hell's broke loose in Walmart cause the toilet paper's gone And if you win, you get this shiny shitter made of gold But if you lose, the devil gets that roll The devil opened up his lid and he said, I'll start the show. With fire flying out his ass, he clenched and let it go. And he opened up his sphincter and it made an evil hiss. As a stream of splatter hit the wall because he totally fucking missed. The devil finished, Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son. But lean back in that changing station, let me show you how it's done. Fire in the bath and run, boys, run. Hold on tight, cause I ain't done. Johnny's on the pot, shitting like hell. Even that devil can't stand that smell. This episode of Gross Misconduct was brought to you by Crystal Glass, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, Meathead Butcher Shop, Arena Auto Service, and the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Please support these businesses and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. The devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat, and he slid that golden shitter across the floor to Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever need a shittin' spell. I ain't told you once, you son of a bitch, I always eat a Taco Bell. Fire in the bathroom, run, boys, run. Hold on tight, cause I ain't done. Johnny's on the pot, shittin' like hell. Even that devil can't stand that smell. We want to begin this week's episode by thanking our newest monthly subscriber. No, our newest month. No, by thanking our newest monthly, our newest subscriber. It's Mm. really not that tough. The whole saying, the president should be. No. And uh, Brab. And uh, Brab. You two really have come out of. No. You two really have to come out to Patoka. You two really have to come out. You should start the whole thing again. Okay. Uh, again, at a drive-thru, a guy at a Taco Bell. Oh, no, sorry. This is not. Do not go to the roof. Do not go to the roof. <laughs> the house smartest Carol will. Why did I say my name so weird? Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential. Why did I say that? Or you're a good kiss. You're a good kiss. You're, you're a good <laughs> kick. You're Jesus Christ. What are you trying to say? You're a good. Shh, cook. You're a cook. good cook. All right, let me say it once. <laughs> Who owns X? Is it Leon Musk? Elon Musk. Did we have a freak? Oh, we did have a freak out. Sorry.